Hi guys, how are you doing? My name is Kate and I'm happy to be here and you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. How are we feeling? I am not feeling good today, um, but I hope you guys are feeling good. Um, if you're not feeling good, you know, take a time, take a day to decompress, um, center yourself, do some affirmations, and you know what? Tomorrow will be a better day. I have someone else who's happy to be here, the lovely Davida, the host of the Quarter Life Happy Hour and one of my best friends. I am always happy to be here. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm so happy to be back. I know. We love having you here. When I, I say you. we, I mean me and the listeners. <laughs> I was about to say, you and your listeners. Yeah, I was like, there's no one else here with me right now. But um, so you're serving right now, right, at your job? I am. I um, We're so short-staffed because nobody wants to work in a restaurant right now. So we're really big on, like, cross-training everyone. So basically, if you work at my restaurant, you are doing everything. So, um. which is fine. I mean... The more practice, um, the better. I used to serve like back in the day. So it's just kind of a nice little refresher. Um, but money's really good right now. And I walked out of that bitch with like over $200. And I was like, damn. Period. I should have started doing this like earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's always nice too. I mean, not nice to be doing like a bunch of different things sometimes at once in a company. But at least you're making good money right now so and I also realized I'm a total kiss ass too like the way <laughs> I like leave my tables and I'm like oh my fucking god I hate myself like I was like I was talking to this couple and I was like it was such a pleasure serving you have a nice night and I was oh like god. was it really I was like oh my god did I just say that or did I just say that because they tipped me 35 percent like Ooh. I don't know you know not to flex yeah. or anything whatever but I am, oh, well, I'm a huge kiss ass. So I'm like, wow, I'm kind of perfect for this. So I'm the same. I'm, I'm always just, you know, rolling it out for the customers and it's not like it's for no reason. I don't get tips at my job. I just, I don't know why I do it. Hey, um, grad school, I, I would love to see you just dip your toe in serving. Just, I just want to see you go um, a little insane because it's so anxiety filled. And I'm just like, I, yeah. <laughs> Well, my dad's actually a server and my brother was a server at one point and then he went back to working at CAMS. But uh, yeah, so a lot of my family has experience in food service. My mom actually, before she worked at the hospital, she was also a server. Yeah. And I'm the only one in my family who hasn't served. Everyone um, can dip their toe in the service industry one way or another, which you have with Starbucks, but you oh, know, that's, that's pretty chaotic in itself. It's... I just, I realized the other day it was, we were like really short staffed and like we had like trainees on the floor. So it was really hectic and the espresso machine was being fixed. And I was like, I cannot do this for the rest of my life. And thank God I'm here in grad school. So I don't have to. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, and then I'm over here like, damn, what if I do do this for the rest of my life? Hey, nothing wrong like, with that. My, my dad made a living that way. Yeah, that's true. Pick, pick, picking up plates of orange chicken that no one even finished. It's like, did you like it? Oh yeah, it was good. Okay, you're a liar. <laughs> 
Oh my god, but like you're not gonna tell like the the restaurant that it's like bad. Dude, restaurant anxiety is so real. I could feel it from some people. Like I'll oh my god, so many times last night I would suggest something and they'd be like, Yeah, totally, I'll get that. And like they barely touch it. I'm like, is everything good? Like, how is everything tasting? And they're like, Oh, it's great. I'm like, you're you don't have to lie to me. It's fine. You won't hurt my feelings. I'm not gonna be hurt if you don't like our fucking Kung Pao chicken because honestly I was just trying to sell something yeah well have you ever seen the show Fleabag no there's a scene and like season two they're all out to dinner and they're saying how terrible the food is and then the the waitress comes up and they're like oh it's great they're like oh delicious (laughs) and then like the, the waitress leaves it's really funny but um yeah, well, you know, you're out here killing it then, getting that I'm bag. I'm lied to, too. Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, definitely trying. I'm trying to make a bunch of money, so I have some money for the holidays. That's oh, I don't even want to think about that. Okay. Well, I have I have two less friends to get gifts for and no ah! significant other, so it'll be fine this year. <laughs> you know what, period, because... <laughs> That's the best part about friendship breakups and just being single. Like, wow, I'm saving so much money. Oh, yeah. Well, because last year I was a gift giver. Uh, It's so nice. I'm like, wow. I do. I do a couple secret Santas with my friend groups, but that's really it. And then also like being single around the holidays. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, nobody nobody can go ice skating with me. Nobody can go to the pumpkin patch with me. It's like, okay, well, you don't have to buy them shit. That was my my first breakup. That was like my the, the thing I most enjoyed about it. I was like, I don't have to spend any fucking like, money. Dude, same. Because when I, when I dated my ex that I dated for four years, that was like birthdays, anniversaries, Christmas, like so many fucking unnecessary things. I would like go all out on gifts. And then the first... Um, holiday I spent single after that I remember thinking like I don't have to stress about what to buy a man yeah Christmas like shopping for men I'm like what the fuck do you guys like like lying you like lying (laughs) you like manipulating you like gaslighting what else do you like though like what materials do you like I can't get you a vape I'm not gonna get you another vape Josh oh (laughs) ew that's not even a gift that's like a fucking habit you're buying for I'm an enabler it's fine (laughs) well not even that it's just like I don't know can you imagine can you imagine your significant other getting you like a jewel like no Oh my god, it's like better than roses. Like I'm right? not, like I'm over here never still have never gotten flowers from a man, but you know, here I Are am. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. You know how many times I would drop hints to my most recent ex? Like, yeah, guys never got me flowers. Guys never got me flowers. Valentine's Day rolls around. What does he get Are me? You not serious? flowers, mediocre you dinner. S- he made tacos. Oh, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. Well, cause your ex was like a chef or whatever, or like an assistant chef. I don't even remember. And you were, and you were like, oh yeah, he's gonna make us. Yeah, and you're like, oh, he's gonna make us dinner. And I was thinking, like, ooh, it's gonna be like so good. They're gonna have steak or something. And then you're like, yeah, we had tacos. And I was like, tacos. I know, and it was like mediocre too. I was I mean, like, too. I, I was working. I remember because I. It was Valentine's Day, obviously, in the industry. So he stopped by and I gave him my keys to the apartment so he could start cooking. And I'm over here thinking, oh, my God, he's going to, like, fucking go all out. 
<laughs> let's just say there's a very good thing that there was tequila because I needed that that night. <laughs> oh my God. So what's the worst gift you've ever gotten from a significant other? Oh, wow. Just a male presence? Can it be that? (laughs) Hey, that's valid. That's valid. I'm like trying to think because my long-term relationship was so long ago. I'm trying to remember. I mean, all those gifts were pretty spot on for me at the time. They were like, I was a very different person back then. They were like concert tickets. They were like notebooks, like really sweet things. So we definitely like as toxic as our relationship was, we hit the head. We we definitely um, hit the nail on the head with gifts for each other. Yeah, my my ex-boyfriend was like, okay at first and then it just kind of dropped off which is like you know that happens but like my ex-girlfriend I am trying to think she was okay I definitely was like better at giving gifts like I'm just that's just kind of like I feel like I'm it's it's very hard to match my gift giving skills you're very good you're you're very good dude when you sent me that cute little uh care package for my birthday I was like damn no one could ever like so many <laughs> people swiped up on my story and they were like oh my fucking god that's so cute I'm like yeah Kate does <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah if you're friends with me you're probably gonna get a good gift um speaking of Claire's birthday is actually coming up next Mackenzie's is actually uh we're recording this on Friday morning and Mackenzie's birthday is on Sunday oh, and nice. I gave her her gift uh last night we both got we both like drank before we watched Bridgerton and we were gonna wait to do the present on Sunday and then we're like let's do it now so we were just like <laughs> I did that exact same thing with Bailey when we moved out. I got yeah. a, a parting gift, quote unquote, and I was going to wait and wrap it, but we got drunk one night. I was just like, I'm just going to give it to you now. <laughs> and we cried. Right. Uh, I just love giving gifts. It's nice. Well, especially too, if you do really care about your significant other, it can be really, it can be really nice to give someone a gift. It's sentimental. It's like something that they could actually like keep to like think of you. It's nice. Well, you know what too? Um, we've talked about this before on the show and like on your show too it's like you can break up with someone even amicably and shit can still go south like shit you can you know you can all say oh we're gonna be friends for so long or oh we'll always be connected and then like some bogus shit will happen you're like yeah i think we're done here hell no yeah it's so hard to stay friends with an ex let me tell you i've tried with all my relationships and i'm just like wow nope I hate you I don't want to be your friend well yeah and like I don't know it's always too I don't know why this happens to me specifically like I'll end things with someone or they'll end things with me and then literally like a week later or like a month later they'll be like with someone else and I'm like they'll do dumb shit that like really pisses you off and it's like yeah you're not a good person yeah no oh that's the other thing the rose-colored glasses are off after the breakup and then you see them do all this shit and you're like oh and what's crazy too is like those things that you see is like big red flags are things that they probably did when you were dating but the rose-colored glasses were on and you were so blinded by love or lust or whatever you were feeling at the time and now you're seeing them for who they truly are because you're not in a relationship anymore yeah, that's that's so true. My therapist told me that when we are on a first date with someone or just first starting to like someone, 
the things that are red flags, we process in our brain differently because chemically we are attracted to them. And so the things that should register to us don't. But then, like you said, after the fact, then you're like, oh, you're like, oh, that was bad. Like, damn, like every single relationship, as soon as it ended, I remember I would always turn to like you guys, my friends, be like, why didn't you tell me that so-and-so-and-so like did this? It's like, well, Davina, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I was trying to support you. It's like, yeah, he told me it was a red flag that he slept in a twin size bed. Not the twin size bed. Not even enough room for two people. Yeah, the amount of times I would wake up because I can I talk about my social anxiety real quick? Oh, always. I I know. I'm I'm getting like off topic and it's too early to like it's too early for this, but whatever. I just have to share this. I saw a TikTok. I saw a TikTok and you know the uh audio like good soup? Yeah. All that shit. Okay. It was like when you have social anxieties and you're thirsty in the middle of the night, so you walk over to the sink and just drink out of the sink because you don't want to wake him up to get you water. I was like, I'm dead. The amount, okay, my ex, the amount of times, okay, I would do that was silly. 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 Because I could have just gone over, fucking got a glass, filled up some water, but I didn't want to wake him up or his roommate up I didn't want to like be that bitch so I was just like okay (laughs) I'm like cool the amount of times my dumb ass has stayed over at like guys places and I'm like what I here's the thing like I will sleep anywhere if I'm wasted oh yeah I'll wake up on friends couches friends futons I've woken up on the floor before like I was I'm I used to be a menace (laughs) sorry I used to be a menace in college like it was disgusting. So I think it just all depends on like how drunk I could be to beat my anxiety basically to the point where I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do whatever. Yeah. Well, I think that's a main reason why people always stay over at my house. It's because like I have too much anxiety to like go over to someone else's house and sleep. You think I'm going to fall asleep in an unknown space? That's how you die. Well, yeah, like, so my, my friends that that go to Iowa, um, I'm not friends with some of them anymore, but uh, Sarah and I are still very close and we would always go over, me and my ex-boyfriend would go over to their house and it would be like six people staying in this house and we would share, like, I think it was only one bathroom and I was like 19 or 20 at the time. And like, that was like no big deal. But can you imagine like, staying over at like a friend's house and there's already like so many other people sleeping there and there's like one bathroom that you guys can use no like showering and stuff because we would stay there for a few days i think it was like thursday to sunday yeah no 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 no. i need an entire bathroom just to wash my face goodbye (laughs) yeah that's the thing i always like oh my god (laughs) One of the guys I used to see, I told him that like every time I, you know, if I go out, I always make sure to take off my makeup when I get home. And it was really sweet. He bought me makeup wipes. Wow. um, Because he knows that I so like so that we could like hang out after the bars you know so he he bought those for me because he knows how much I like to take off my makeup afterwards. So I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, that was that is really sweet. I think the nicest thing an ex of mine has done is like we had designated like 
toothbrushes at each of our places, both of our places, and contact cases because we both wore contacts. So oh, cute, matching. That, that was literally it. Other than that, no, <laughs> that was yeah. not a thing. But um, what was I saying? I think I like think back on like all of the times I've fallen asleep in random people's houses and like in the most random places. Like, yeah, I remember, I remember one time, story time because I'm happy to be here. So I'm ready for some stories. <laughs> so you are. In college, I was hooking up with this guy. Uh, and my best friend, Taylor, who if you guys listen to my show, you know a lot about, <laughs> was single at the time. So I was trying to get her with my guy's best friend. Because I was thinking, how cute. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> And, you know, at first they clicked. At first they were, like, you know, really good together. So we were all out at the bars. And then we ended up crashing at his place out here in the Burbs. And she and him slept in his bed. And me and the guy I was hooking up with ended up staying on on the floor. (laughs) And we had to share a bathroom, obviously. And me and Taylor are both, like, you know, very, like... Took over the bathroom. No, we're very like perfectionist Virgos here. So we're all over here. Like neither of us like sleeping in random places, but we did anyway because we had no other ride home and Uber yeah. was existent. So here we are like brushing our teeth with our finger. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. We were brushing our teeth with our finger and my dumb ass of an ex hookup like walks past the bathroom and he's like never seen that before. And he was just like, and I was like, this is what girls have to do sometimes, dude. Yeah. Like, do you under, like, I hope you're learning right now. I have stage so one. unhinged on podcasts. I know. I have stage one gum disease, so I have to brush my teeth every day. Yeah. Anyways, so let's talk about dating. Yeah, let's talk about dating. Holy shit. <laughs> what else do I talk about? So at work the other day, um, I have a lot of younger coworkers than me. Most of them are in undergrad and they were talking, uh, I think one of them is a psychology major or taking a psychology class and they were talking about how, is it better to date someone who's the opposite of you or to date someone who's similar to you and what do you prefer? And I thought that was really interesting because I feel like for me, I've dated people who are very similar to me and also like kind of the opposite from me as well how do you feel that's yeah that's very interesting I (laughs) I was thinking about it last night when you sent me like the topics of what to talk about today and I was thinking Mm -hmm. about it all throughout work and I was just like I don't think I've ever dated someone similar to me really I don't I think we've shared similar like hobbies and traits and obviously like beliefs and opinions but I always went for guys who are a little like I I know myself as a person like I'm very Mm -hmm. like I'm a perfectionist I'm very dramatic I'm very extra sometimes like I need to go for a guy who's a little bit more laid back yeah because then I feel like if it's like too really extroverted crazy extroverted people like I feel like I am then it's just gonna be too much and we're gonna end up like I always was afraid of like a power struggle in relationships Mm. so I always thought like if I dated another extrovert we would always be like okay who's the funnier one who's the (laughs) 
and like that type of shit. And I just, I, I know that's not healthy. The closest I got to that kind of energy was my long-term relationship, the one I dated for four years. We were both mm. very friendly, personable people, but then we would just fight all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, a main thing, a main reason why me and my most recent ex broke up was because in his words, we were different people, <laughs> which I never really understood at the time until actually recently, like so, uh, taking the rose colored glasses off and taking some time away from the relationship. I realized we were different people. Yeah. And, but I still call that BS for a reason to break up because I didn't, I don't think that was a bad thing. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think yeah. it's good to date someone who's different than you. Yeah. But then again, like my ex-boyfriend said the same thing to me when I think he was, I think he was trying to break up with me in this specific instance. Mm-hmm. And yet he said that we are just different people now. And I think we were very, and I agree, we were different people. However, when we started dating, we were very similar and we were like the same person to some degree. And then over time, you just kind of change in a relationship too. But like, I definitely agree. That's just like a bogus reason. Cause like, of course you're different people. Like you're, you're each your own person. At least you, you have know. different you're DNA. Different. I'm Davida yeah. Monahan and you are a bitch boy. There you go. Different people. Yes, this is true. <laughs> um, well, I was going to say, I feel like I, it's interesting too. Cause I've dated both men and women and with men, I feel like I, my ex and I were very similar, but like with the men I was seeing after the fact, it was very much like quiet guys who weren't really like assertive with me. And like, I was kind of taking the reins in the like situationship or whatever you want to call it. But then when I start dating women, I definitely go for the very extroverted, like dominant, confident girl. And like, I'm, I'm a lesbian. So like, um, it's interesting too that like I feel as I'm confident now in my sexuality, like it changes with the people I want to date, you know, like seriously mm-hmm. date. I tend to go for, for like if I'm just seeing someone casually, I don't really care about your personality type as much um, as long as you're like a nice person and I can talk to you. Yeah. But um, for women, I like to date, date. Yeah, I like them to be extroverted and to carry themselves. And I don't know. Well, because the girl I last saw who you met, would yeah. you say we were sim? I feel like we were kind of similar though. I feel like that was the most similar I've seen you with someone you were dating like ever. I agree. I think we I were think very similar. I, I just noticed that they were just super like similar to you in regards to like aesthetic. Yeah, I agree. And also somewhat personality, but they are definitely more quiet than you, I'd say. So a little bit more like you know, like reserved, I guess. I don't know though. Yeah. Cause I, I agree. That's like probably the most similar person I've dated in a, in a while. You like know? you looked like you came straight out of like lesbians are us. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel so good though because sometimes i'll be walking around campus here and i'm like do people know i'm gay like do people look at me and just know or do i look straight like it, it crosses my mind too i much. literally no it amazes me when people think you are straight i'm like really your yeah. gaydar just doesn't go off the fucking rails let me tell you about something that happened to me last oh, weekend oh god i hate the story do it 
Okay, okay. So I I was kind of very femme presenting last weekend when I went out, and I went out with my uh, friend and roommate Mackenzie, and we went to this bar. And I could tell that, like, you know, I was getting male attention, whatever. I'm used to it. And then this one guy approached me and he's like, you're very beautiful, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, yeah, just like that. And I was like, oh, like, thank you. Um, but I'm, I'm gay, you know, so I appreciate the compliment. And he goes, well, shit. He goes, um, but you know what Drake said? Uh, if you're a lesbian, I'm a lesbian, too. Um, and I, in full honesty, I had a full blown panic attack and I had to leave the dance floor and go outside and, uh, scream off the top of the building. Cause I just couldn't believe someone said that to me in real life. A man, a straight man said that to me. Yeah. When you told me that I was like, I hate it here. I really hate it here to the point where when you simply tell someone of your sexual orientation, they feel the need to keep trying yeah after they blatantly say hey i'm not attracted to you this man literally is just like well shit let me just try this one more time like no stop trying literally it's it's weird too like i feel like when i was bi i didn't really get this kind of attention and now that i'm a lesbian i think guys almost want me more if that makes sense God, it does. And it makes me want to die because <laughs> I do not like them, nor do I. Like, I've, like I've tried, my bro. It's n- not going to fly with me. A few weeks ago, uh, I went to Madison, Wisconsin to visit my friend Claire with my uh, friends Maddie and uh, Mackenzie, uh, one of which I'm not really friends with anymore. Anyways, we went out and we met these guys. And this one guy, I thought we were like bestie vibes. You know, we were talking about women and we were talking about other things. And like, he knew I was a lesbian. And then like, he still tried it with me later that night. And I just was like, bro, like, I don't understand anymore. I was just so confused. And that was the first time that happened for me. Like, I, like, because I in the pandemic, I really haven't been doing much. Uh, so now in the past few months, I've been going out and doing stuff. And like I having that happen to me in real life where I tell a man I'm a lesbian and I think we're getting along and we're just friends. And then he still like asks me to come over to his uh, hotel room. And I'm like, nope, no. So <laughs> I recently I recently had to end something with someone that I was talking to because I quite literally do not have free time anymore. Um, I have no free time whatsoever, so I can't seriously talk to someone. And even though, like, we only went on two dates and it was very much, like, to me it was casual. Like, we were texting a lot, but it wasn't, you know, anything serious. I still felt like I owed them, like, I couldn't just ghost them. Like, I felt like I had to, you know, respectfully tell them the situation and, you know, just tell them that I couldn't see them anymore. And I thought that was interesting because with, like, our current hookup culture, whatever you want to call it, there's so many layers to relationships and it's hard to like end things with someone who you're not even like seeing, you know? Trust me, you guys, uh, if you listen to the quarter life happy hour, you know how I feel about the talking stage. I think it's a myth. I think it's stupid. Um, but it's, it's, it's real. Like there are people out there, myself included, that don't want to dive into a full-blown relationship. We date around, we do things and stuff. But when you 
realize that you don't click with someone after a couple dates, then yeah, you have to be all like, listen, <laughs> um, you're great. I'm great. We're just not great together. <laughs> We're just not good together, bestie. Yeah. And then they're just like, what do you mean? Like, why aren't you even giving us a chance? Just like, man, I'm tired. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I don't have time. <laughs> like, do you want me to be honest? Yeah. If I'm not invested in you, like, I don't owe you, you know, I don't owe you the like, getting to know you stage. You know what I mean? Like, obviously going like two dates with someone, I think at least, but I think more than that, like, it's like, if someone's gonna be like, oh, give me a chance. It's like, I did, babe. I yeah, did, babe. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like, um, cause like, it wasn't like, a, she was a she was a nice girl and like, you know, it was, it was fun getting to know someone, but it just, you know, I just don't have time. She wasn't the person and it wasn't the right time. It's fine. Right? Like, no worries. Uh, all good vibes here. Yeah. But yeah, how do you go about, like, telling someone? Like, would you have, like, a like a note in your notes app of what you sent to everyone when you're done talking to them? Fuck you. You know I have a notes app for, notes for everything. In my- <laughs> Can you read it? <laughs> no, okay. I will actually. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, hold on. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Go to um this guy that I went on a couple dates with after um my most recent ex back in March. I always make a notes app. Uh, Yeah. If I'm ending things with someone, always. Yeah. And then I and then I send it to all my friends. I'm like, how does this sound? Yeah, like yeah, does does it sound good? Give me one moment because like the thing is um with breakups when you're just a situation ship you can't be all like I'll always remember the memories we shared and all that (laughs) and you if you're ending something with an actual relationship don't end it over text you fucking monster oh yeah no 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 if it's a situation ship and you went on a couple dates then yeah you're fine over text like that's okay you don't owe him a phone call you don't owe him a fucking like I don't know. I don't even know what to say. You don't know what I'm a fucking... You just don't know what I'm... Oh, them shit. Honestly, do a Joe Jonas to Taylor Swift. Ended over a 27 phone... 27 minute second phone call. It's fine. (laughs) I agree. I think, like, too, you know, you don't really owe anyone anything. I think it's nice to end things with someone over text or in person or however you see fit, but... Hey, you definitely don't own anyone anything. Well, I got br- broken up over text by my most recent ex, who I, it took a long time for me to forgive and to let that go. And I'm still working on it. Forgiveness is a process. But, you know, it, it took me a while too to be like, you know what? It's, it's true. If she really was not able to end it with me in person or she had some other shit going on, she doesn't owe me anything. You know, we only date for a few months. That's her business, whatever. It is what it is. Um, and like, I don't know if, if I was in the same situation, perhaps I would have done the same thing. Who knows? Probably not. Probably not. You ready? I found it. <laughs> Davida is now going to share with us her, uh, breakup text. How would you call this? Breakup text? Um, I would call it my fucking, um, situationship. My, text? my monologue to end a situationship in 2021. I'm ready. Okay. So story time, background. 
I'm after this guy on Bumble after I got on my breakup when I first got diagnosed with depression I was like okay let's see let's go on dates let's see how I feel and I at the time I was just dead inside all around um because drugs can fuck you up kids um so I was just like not feeling emotion at all um but also at the same time I could tell even outside from that that this guy just like wasn't it you know yeah Uh, we went on one day it was okay we kept talking I was like whatever we'll see how it goes I go on a second date with this guy we go to beer head and typical me I accidentally got drunk and so therefore he walked me to my car and kissed me goodbye and I let him and oh my I god like, I remember the story now it I was like fuck now he's in love <laughs> all the men fell so, in love with Davida I know. it's true Davida is just like such a enamoring person she's wonderful it's hard not to love her so stop it it's true how am I single <laughs> I go for the worst type of man. Oh, you do, bestie. Oh, I know. But anyways, so I let him. And then I remember the car ride home. I was like, fuck. First of all, why am I going on dates? Second of all, why did that happen? And then, of course, this man is all like, when can I see you again? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? You know what? What? I'll give him another chance. We'll see. Maybe I was too drunk to feel a spark. Maybe I could feel a spark here. So we go on this really awkward date and I avoid kissing him like the entire fucking time. Oh. I, remember, I remember like, I felt so bad. Like we went on a nature walk, like a bunch of fucking 60 year olds. And I was going to say, I've, I went on a, I went on nature walks with my ex-girlfriend. Okay. Well, I'm not 60 years old and we're not 60 years old, Catherine. <laughs> we're just lesbians. Yeah, oh, no, they weren't a lesbian, but whatever. Um, but so... I just avoided kissing him until he dropped me off and then he like grabbed my face. I was like, no, I was like, no, okay. I was like, that would have been a perfect time for me to end it. A perfect time, but I didn't because I'm a fucking coward. So <laughs> I was like, all right, behind a phone screen, I got this. He texted me one day. I was like, I remember this specifically. I was at a wedding shower with my mom and I come home and he texts me. He's like, hey, are, are, do you have any plans on Wednesday? Uh, can we hang out? And I was like, maybe I might have to work knowing damn well Wednesdays are my day off and I don't work on Wednesdays. <laughs> I was like, maybe. And he was like, okay, I just mainly wanted to ask you something. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what did you need to ask me? He was like, just if you like wanted to make this like official or something. Like, oh! <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh, that's like, why he caught me actively avoiding kissing him and avoiding hanging out with him painted in his brain. Yes, I'm going to make this official. Her. I pick her. Well, you know, what's weird, too, is like men just cannot get in their brains that women are not interested in them. So it's hard yeah. for them to read signals that people are not interested in them. Yeah. And I ended things over text in the nicest way possible that I thought I was like hey like listen I think you are really nice I really appreciate you being patient with me and all that but I just don't want to string you along when I know I'm not looking for anything serious just because I know I wouldn't be able to handle it mentally or emotionally right now and this man knew yeah, that's great and this man knew about like my whole like mental health situation he knew about my most recent medication you know but knew about my recent diagnosis 
and then he goes I do I hope you do find your happiness if you really feel that way then so be it it would be nice to keep you around but I don't want to force anything I was oh, like ew Ooh. hello and I literally was just like thanks for understanding I hope you have a good I hope you have like I wish you well done done that should have been the end of it right kids that should have been the end of it oh no that's the end it was nice that we matched. For the most part, I had fun. I hope you did too. Maybe for the most part? <laughs> for the most part. Maybe down the line we'll match again. The world is a crazy place and I'm just flowing through it. Oh, I'm like, dude, if I see you on another dating app, I will swipe left so fucking fast. It's not even fair. And then I was just like, thanks. I appreciate that. I hope you find what you're looking for. And then he goes, honestly, I think this is how unhinged I am. And I think why I'm still single, honestly, because guys know the second you fuck up, you're going on a show. Like, oh yeah. Like period. You're getting on a show. He goes, I'll be sure to listen to the podcast to see if you trash me. No, that had me deceased. And then we love, we love, we love um, the streams. And I go, I just go, LOL, LOL, you don't have to worry about that. Thanks. Until, and then at the time, at the time, I was like, I'm not going to talk. He's being nice. I'm not going to talk about him. And then he ends it with, and then he ends it with, Hope you pop your pills and find your happiness. <gasps> like that backhanded compliment. Like. Ew, not even like, I think too, the phrase popping pills is very. Negative. Negative, yeah, especially if it's like fucking depression medication. Remind me, I need to pop my pills right now. Like, All I right. feel like he like took my whole diagnosis and me taking medication for depression and like used it as like okay have fun popping your pills you don't like me whatever I'm like I just hate when like people think that you know your mental illness is just kind of like uh a bump in the road that like you'll kind of get over it and come back to them or something because that's how it sounded like to me that that tax so he was like oh like maybe we'll match again like oh maybe you'll get over your mental illness yeah and talk to miraculously me. when you're cured what's that like you'll find yeah. me again and our paths will cross and I'm like no I just didn't like you sorry like I don't know with situationships it's just so like you have to especially when you're a people pleaser like I know you and I are like yeah you feel bad ending things that early but at the same time like we are we don't have time to waste on people that we don't vibe with like I'm not gonna yeah. get into a relationship just to get into a relationship literally my therapist told me that i've been making really good decisions and that i'm valuing my time with people who i'm seeing romantically and that i'm you know looking at i'm being very careful and i'm not just dating someone to date someone and i'm being picky with my choices and she says that's really good so last time i dated just to date someone i dated a man who i dated for long distance in poland who actually already had a girlfriend so Oh no. The last time I dated just to date someone, I had them break up with me over text and it ended so terribly for me and it took me so long to recover mentally. Yeah. 
So we're not going to make that yeah. same mistake. If you want to end a situationship, guys, like just be honest. Like, what do you have to lose? Like, you only knew the person for like what? Maybe at most a couple months. Like, yeah. I get it with long term relationships. There's a lot more history there. So it's harder to end. Uh, so that's that's what makes it different with situationships. However, it's like the same feel. You are cutting things off somebody liked you or who you potentially could have liked, but you know you have to end it for the for for the sake of like both of you. You don't want to waste either of your times. Yeah. Well, there was this girl I was seeing for like, you know, a significant amount of time after my ex-girlfriend. We saw each other for like, I think three months. And I could like they were going through a lot like granted um and going through a lot yeah and they were kind of like not texting me back as much and it just was like I'm like if you I was like you just need to communicate with me I I told her just straight up like I know you have a lot going on but just you know I just need the bare minimum and you're not even giving me the bare minimum and then she kind of was like I think she was ghosting me and I was like, fuck this, like I'm done. So I, I actually had to end things with her over text. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like, you're gonna push my hand. So I think in certain situations, like you kind of have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I made sure to, to, you know, open the notes app. I made a good one. I, I got friend approval. I sent yeah. it and they didn't even respond. She didn't even respond. I think it's interesting too, when like someone like you can tell somebody wants to end things with you in a situationship but they push you to be the one to send that text oh i hate that shit like Like, just just man the fuck up and do it do it just do it it's liberating to end a situationship just do it everyone should do it everybody do it (laughs) everyone just do it it's honestly yeah i i hate people like that i don't know it just really makes me mad i'm like i know what you're doing like i'm not stupid like my just fucking do it like my ex-boyfriend was kind of like that he took so long to like pull the cord then i had to do it i had to do it for him i was like babe i know you're not even here right now and it made you the bad person because you're the one that ended it even though he was literally pushing you off the edge to do it yeah it's just like so irritating to me i don't know i'm like a very assertive person so like i'll fucking leave if i have to like i'm not afraid to like end things with someone or like i'm just i'm very much a different person now and i think that was a turning point for me when i was like i just have to do this for myself you know um and i took my power back and now years later oh yeah that was years ago (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) talking about in therapy again so yay we love therapy we love therapy which is going very well but yeah (laughs) so any closing thoughts i mean i was just gonna like leave it leave it like that like when it comes to situationships communication is everything like yes just, like just because you're not in a relationship doesn't mean you should deprive each other of basic human communication i agree i think especially if you don't have a label like you need to be talking or just yeah. like making like plans if you do have a label you don't have to communicate as much like i agree I loosely but if you are in a like bullshit talking stage or dating it's very important to like keep each other on the same page because either you end up dating or you don't there's like no in between yeah it's like more fraught with anxiety too because if I don't hear from someone I'm like oh they're just done with me like they're just because there's no label so they can just leave obviously whenever they want which is their choice but then you're just kind of waiting around to see what's gonna happen sometimes so 
you know, it like, comes to the territory. It's so fucking stupid. I've done like nearly, I think my longest was almost a year of talking slash dating someone. And I'm over here like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, I usually do like a few months and then I just get sick of it. Or like, that sounds really bad. Not that I get sick of it, but like, that it's just like the time has run out for it. My timer for my tolerance for bullshit is ending. Um, Are we dating or not? Yeah, I'm the same way. Let me know in the comments. I just don't like, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm like a straight up person now. If I'm not vibing with you or if I don't have time to talk to you or if I got something going on, like I will let you know. And I'm not, I'm not like a game person. Like I don't like playing games. I'm very just like upfront and like, I just don't fuck with that. So, you know, what? On the opposite end of the spectrum. If I just want you for what you have to offer physically, if you know what I mean, then uh, <laughs> you. Period. So don't love me. Thank you so much. Okay. Anyway, those are my final thoughts. <laughs> I love that. Well, Davida, it has been lovely to have you on the show. Wow, it's been lovely being back. I'm taking my little hiatus in between seasons, so it's nice to do an episode in between and obviously support you. You're doing great. Look at you with your mic set up. It's precious. Yeah, Um, I look a little crusty dusty right now, but the the besties won't see me, so. (laughs) Hey, I'm very excited to see what season two has to offer. Um... And I'm just proud of you and you're killing it. And I can't wait to come visit and pretend I'm in college again. Thanks. I love you. Well, oh, well, I got to ask my question, of course. So why are you happy to be here? Why am I happy to be here? I'm happy to be here because I love podcasting. I love recording with you. I think we are a dynamic little duo. Yes. World here. So I'm really proud of us and how far we've come. And I'm happy to be here because I'm single and it's great. (laughs) I love like that honestly like this is over the last like how long has it been six months seven six seven months like I've realized like wow I actually enjoy being single I see all of my friends like struggling hard in their relationships and I'm like can't relate I'm the only like I took a step back and I realized the only anxiety I really have is just normal like everyday anxiety and work anxiety I'm not worrying about someone else yeah like, it's been really nice and it's made me feel more at peace, which is something I think I really needed. So that's oh, why I'm good. happy to be here. I'm happy to still be standing and I'm, I'm trying my best to do the damn thing. I love you. Well, thank you so much love for you. coming on. You're doing great too, Davida. Getting that thank money, you. getting that inner peace. We love to see it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, it was so nice coming on. Anything for you, girl? Well, thanks guys for tuning in. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at happy to be here. And this is me signing off. Bye. Bye.